Welcome to my Soul Life podcast and our Soul Life conversations. I'm your host, Susan Scollin, and in these episodes, I'll be here supporting and guiding you as we open up and explore who we truly are to live our soul life now. See you inside. A quick reminder for you that all the information shared in this podcast is my experience and the experience of my guest. It's not medical or mental health advice, diagnosis or treatment, and I'd encourage you to seek professional advice where needed. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another soul conversation um, as we build our soul life. Today, we're going to dive into becoming more you. This is something I have talked on the podcast about before, and it's something that um, has come into my life um, directly through my intuition and being guided, but also through things that I listen to. A lot of people will talk about, or a lot of us talk about what we want to create, those things that we want to create, but it's through the process of that creation that we become more us. And who we become on our journey isn't something that we can see at the beginning. It's something that we can perhaps hope for, but there's so much more that comes into our lives. So when we're building our soul life, which as I've said before, you're already doing that, you're already creating it, there comes in this sense of peace and calm that overlays that. And you might be thinking, uh, Susan, no, no, I need to get into this and I need to start making things happen. Well, this is where I say you're already doing it. So there is actually nothing to be done. It's just going deeper. And I've been speaking to a lot of clients about this recently around you know, they come to, they start saying, okay, well, I need to do this more. I need to do that more. Like I need to sort out my nighttime time routine. I need to do more fitness or exercise, or I need to do eat better. Um, but what I'll come back to them and say is, what if you just deepen the practices that you already have in place? What if you just go deeper into being an amazing parent? What if you just go deeper into having an incredible relationship with your partner and remembering that everything that happens to us on the outside, everything that we can see in our environment is a reflection of what's happening on the inside. So if we're going deeper into eating breakfast consistently every single day and choosing to do that and being active in doing that and choosing on purpose what we want to eat, then we're going to start to do that internally as well. So again, not just around breakfast, but our relationships. If we are active in our careers, um, in our jobs, and we are turning up for those things, then we then start to do that for ourselves. So the, I need to sort out my nighttime routine just becomes, oh, oh, I just went to bed earlier and I didn't have to think about it. It just happened because you're following your intuition. And this is something that came to me last week, and it seems like the right time to share it with you, is that when we follow our intuition, when we listen to our inner authority, however it plays out for you, so making sure that you understand it, making sure you know how it operates for you, and playing with it, and then following that guidance, when we follow that guidance that comes in and that inner knowing, we're not using our brain. We're not thinking about it. We're no longer thinking about it. 
Where we get caught is when we are in thinking mode because we think we have to do this and we think we have to do that. But what if we just came in and just followed that intuitive voice? I can tell you personally, it's never done me wrong. <laughs> never. Um, it's There's been challenges, of course, that's called life. Um, but where I've hit more of my challenges is when I've tried to think my way out of a situation as opposed to allowing what's happening to happen for me. So coming back to our topic of becoming more you and more me, the first step, I guess, around that is, a, is that whole letting go of the stories because you're going to decide to do something and it may not be a decision of a physical thing, like it may not be I want to lose 10 kilos or, excuse me, <coughs> I'm going to start running every day. It may be I want to feel better. What does that better feeling feel for you? And when I was in my postnatal depression, I just wanted to feel happy. And so before I would open my eyes in the morning, before I would get out of bed, I would feel myself wake up and then I would ask myself, do you feel happy today? And or in that moment, effectively. And as I've said before, I didn't. To start with, it was a big fat no, but I kept asking the question each day. And around the 14th day, I got a yes. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's pretty cool. And then the next day it was probably a no and then a no and then maybe a yes again. And then slowly those yeses started to come more and more to the point that I stopped asking myself, do I feel happy? I just knew that I was happy. And funnily, another thing that's happened over the last week is I was standing in my kitchen And I've been practicing just being grateful for everything that's happening around me, loving everything that's happening and understanding that it's all happening for a reason. And I had this wave of happiness go all over me, like through me, like, and it was like it rose through me. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's another level to happiness. I'm like, what is that about? Like, that's really cool. I thought happiness was just happiness. But I guess it's like love, right? And it's something that we've been talking about with Teddy at the moment is, or recently, it's around what is love and what is the love that Chris and I have versus the love that we have for him versus, and I'll put in inverted commas because he struggles with this, the love that he has for his best mate. And obviously, you know, he he has a few challenges in that space around, you know, it's yucky to, you don't love your friends like that. Um, and so, we, yeah, we're educating him in that space. But seeing that love plays out differently in different relationships, a love for a grandparent, a love for an aunt and uncle, you know, so, or a cousin. Um, so just having those um, conversations to see how love plays out differently was well, the same with happiness. And it's the same with anger and frustration, right? And it's the same with joy and peace, for example. So there's all these different layers or levels within an emotion. And that's something that I wouldn't have known when I started out on my journey. When I started thinking about do I feel happy today? I would never have known that there was actually another level to happiness if I'd never gone on this journey. And so letting go of my stories and that 
I could have said, stood there and said, no, 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 there's only one way around like to feel happy. But the reality is there's so many different ways to feel happy. And then there's this multitude, you can see my, my hands going out wide for the different ways that we can have, we've got happiness. And then my hands go up around the levels of happiness and we get to tap into that, which is really cool. But as I said, I could never have known that if I'd never gone on my journey and I would never have become that next level of happiness if I'd never gone on my journey, but I could never see it at the start. So letting, for me, letting go of the, you know, the stories and the should around, for example, happiness, letting go of all of that, um, then you start to open up your eyes to what is possible and you start to feel into things differently rather than being caught up in our minds as we can be. But to do this, what what would be coming to mind for you? There would be some things that we need to do and there's things that we need to do and practice regularly to start creating this and start becoming more us. And one of those things is to trust in ourselves. I think we've been taught and I'm or perhaps we haven't, but perhaps innately we have this belief that we can't trust ourselves. And that would come through, I think, you know, when we get things wrong um, or when people, we perceive that people are judging us. Why would you do it like that? You know, <laughs> those sorts of questions get thrown at us. Always those sorts of questions are an opportunity for us to anchor into our own self-belief. So take that away um, and see how that plays out in your life. But coming back to this, how can I trust myself more? And if I'm going to follow my intuition, I have to trust myself on so many levels and I have to turn up for myself and I have to believe in myself. And even when all the noise outside of me is saying, this isn't possible, I have something within me that says it is possible and that I'm going to keep doing it. I could talk about this from my business perspective. I'm doing something that isn't safe and secure. I've got the inverted commas going, Um, but I don't believe that any job is actually safe and secure or any career. Um, But I believe that there's something that I'm meant to be creating and it's bigger than me. And it's my duty to go on a journey to create that. And so part of our soul life conversations and building our soul life or creating our soul life, which is what we're doing, um, that's all part of it. And again, I could never have seen that if I never went on the journey that I've been on to then be here with you today and having this conversation with you today. So trusting in myself, trusting in yourself around what your intuition is telling you, believing in yourself. And a lot of this, I think, belief for me comes down to that self-worth, believing that I am worthy enough, believing that I can do this, believing that I can find a different way to create my happiness and that it is my, I'm going to use the word duty. It is my duty to do that, but it is also my opportunity to do that. And how much more fun does that create in my life when I get curious, when I go on this journey and when I start to unpack what is true for me and just anchor into that and believe and deliver against that effectively. So my question to you, I guess, is what is that belief that is lacking within you? What are the stories that come up when you start to think about 
do I believe in myself? And what are the areas where you do believe in yourself? Because there are areas where you're saying, no, I don't want that. But yes, I do do want this. So that's a belief model, right? There's thoughts associated. A belief is just a series of thoughts or a thought that we repeat over and over and over again. So we're saying, you know, I don't want, I hate running, for example, not that I do, I am, I've started to run, but I hate running, but I'll go for a walk, right? And so therefore, that's your belief model that you hate running, but I go for a walk, but you're trusting in yourself as well across that. And you're saying to people, uh-uh, I ain't running. I'm not doing it, <laughs> but I will go for a, for a walk. Um, so seeing how that plays out in your own life. And overarching of all of this, you've got trust, you've got belief, and we have self-love. And we we can do all of this from a place of loathing, sure. It's just going to make it a shit ton harder. <laughs> so if we come back to that, how can I love myself more? How can I turn up for myself more? How can I be the truest version of myself right now? How can I play around with that? What do I want to do? What do I want my life to look like? What are the steps that I'm willing to take to move towards that vision of that life that I want to take? And the other thing that's been coming up for me a lot lately is around this whole, you need to have a vision, you need to have a mission, you need to have goals, all of that sort of stuff. Well, I can tick those boxes, but for me, they're soulless. So appropriate that I would use that word. Um, yeah, they're soulless. There's, there's just no energy or positivity sitting behind it. So when I come back to how do I want to feel about this, what feels good to me? What do I want to create? Oh, you know, like thinking about it from a feeling perspective, this podcast got, got created because it felt good. It wasn't because I went, oh, I'm going to get this many numbers and I'm going to have this many people into, to interview and I'm going to influence this many people like ticking boxes. No, it never worked like that for me. It came from feeling good. It came from what could I create? And oh my gosh, let's get curious about that. What could it look like? What do I want to create? And so coming back into, for me, around the feelings, what do I want to create? Um, and then building that out from there. And yeah, I can wrap in, you know, what are the problems other people are facing that perhaps I can have some, have some guests come on or I can provide some advice or support, um, through the podcast that they can tap into and then they can go on their own journey. Do you know what I mean? Like that's what it's always been about is you going on your own journey, not how I define it, but more, but by how you define it. So we've got trust, we've got believing in yourself, and we've got loving yourself as your overarches to becoming more you. And there's then that layer of allowing or surrender. So allowing what's happening to happen, watching it happen, and then going, how do I want to show up in this moment rather than reacting? We react so much in life. <laughs> Um, and I've been in this state recently around reacting to things that, and it's felt like an electric shock, really. So it's like, zit, 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 zit. I'm just like, my nervous system has really struggled with that. So for me in those moments, it's coming back to that self-care and self-love, meditating, movement, slowing down life, all of those sorts of things. But it's also around noticing that those things are happening uh, perhaps like they're happening outside of me. They're not actually things that I honestly need to react to 
or take on, for example. There's things that I need to do in those moments, but I don't need to take on the energetic feeling of that electricity effectively. I can allow that to be there. I can notice it happening and I can surrender to it, surrender to the task that I need to do. And I can overlay that with love. And then I can come back into my world, which is different. Like I see them as two separate things. And on so on the left-hand side is this electricity field thing that's going on. And then on the right-hand side is the world that I'm creating. And I come back into that and I make this conscious effort to not bring that electricity world into my world. And I come back to the, what is the things that I want to create now? Who am I becoming on this journey? Like, so if I'm going to be building that self-trust and self-belief and anchoring into the values of bravery and authenticity and love, what are those, what are the things that I'm doing in there? So I'm dropping off the reactive stuff because I don't want it in my business space and my life, my soul space. I want it to be about love, about curiosity, about bravery, about authenticity. And so it's almost like you close the door on one part and you come back into this other part. And that's really calming. It's really relaxing. And I have needed a little bit more space than I would normally have have taken. Um, so because of this other stuff going on, so be kind to yourself in that in that way. Don't think that you have to then push over in your soul space. Allow that space to just unfold and let let it do its thing. And that creates that surrender, you know. So you start to move into this space of you've got your intuition happening, you know how things are working there, you know when your intuition is speaking to you and you know what you feel pulled to and then trusting and believing in yourself and loving on yourself and then there's that area of surrender where you just drop into it and just allow things to come in as they're meant to come in. Now that doesn't mean that you don't do anything (laughs) because we have to keep moving towards what feels good, towards our vision, towards our goals. And so a really good example of this is I've started running and I kind of had seen it coming in. I tried, I did start at the beginning of the year and I stopped and I think I'll do another episode around um, sort of my fitness journey and how that's evolved. Um, And I think that's really appropriate perhaps um, through the soul conversations is around how do you anchor into what's actually true for you? And looking at some of those older stories that have played out that perhaps are no longer serving you. So I'll come back in and do an episode around that. But I started running this week, doing couch to 5k because I know it works for me. I ran on Monday and actually it was funny because on Sunday I'm going, maybe I should run today. I'm ready to run today. My brain was telling me and I'm like, no, 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 we've committed to Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's when we run. And so, and part of the thing of running on the Sunday, I could feel the other story was, you're not going to show up tomorrow. You're not going to want to do it. So let's just get it out of the way. (laughs) And I went, oh, that's so funny. So Monday rolls around And I just naturally, because this is something I've been practicing, naturally anchored into, I'm going to feel good when this is done. I'm going to feel good during my run. I want to actively feel good while I'm doing it. I don't want to um, beat up on myself or anything like that. I'm just going to do the best I can. So I went and did it. It's funny because I've done it before, Couch to 5K, 
I know the routine, but I kind of, I thought it was six runs within that time, but it was actually eight. So then I had to work on my mindset through that time to go, no, no, and it's okay. We're right where we're meant to be. So using a lot of affirmations really helped me. And I got to the end of it and I um, have a journal that I'm writing in at the moment around these sorts of things. And um, actually it's right here with me. So how about I read to you what I wrote? Um, Give me a second. So I was really, I'm proud. It was tough, but good. And who have I become? I've become more resilient. And that's just from day one. And the tools that I used were the affirmations. So that was good just to write down and bring into my conscious that it wasn't a straightforward line. It wasn't that I enjoyed every, every part of it, but I turned up for it. And I could see who I became just through that 30-minute session, which was five minutes of walking at the start, five minutes of walking at the end to warm up and cool down, and then this 20-minute interval running in in the middle of it. And I was conscious around reminding myself to continue to smile because as I've learnt through my journey, I can continue to smile and laugh and have fun or I can push against that and go, oh, this is hard, this is shit, and which one do you think makes me feel better? So I choose to anchor into that. Okay, yes, this is hard. It's not something that my lungs are loving right now, but I'm here. I'm doing it. Take one step at a time. Don't rush. There's no rush. You set your own pace and we will get to where we need to get to because the time is going to move anyway. So turning up for myself and having some fun was really important. An overarching of all of this is being So being you in that moment, coming back to those values that are important to you, turning up for yourself, slowing down in the moment, listening to what's happening around you, and just being authentically you. And this, everything that I've just shared with you through this podcast, is how you become more you. And like I've said at the beginning, who you become on that journey, you cannot I can honestly tell you, you cannot tell yourself exactly who you are going to become on that journey. If I told myself eight years ago that I would be in Queensland, <laughs> uh, living close to the beach um, on, a, on a property, we're on half an acre with six chickens and a puppy dog because we didn't have one at the time and four budgies and that you, Susan, were thinking about breeding budgies <laughs> And you're excited about getting that veggie patch going and what else? And that I'm, I'm not working in a corporate job. Like I have my own business. Like if I was to tell myself that, like I might have been able to tick off some of those things. I knew the dog was coming. I was keen to find something that suited me work wise. So that could have been a goal, but to go, do you know what? You're going to find a next layer of happiness going to find that next level and you're going to find it multiple times over and in 2020 when you're leaving Canberra you're going to say to yourself oh my god god look at this place I'm standing in my home nothing has changed I still have the same husband I still have the same son I hated my life and now I love my life like that was a dream and that was something that I have created but I created it through becoming more me. So come on this journey. Let's become more you. Let's anchor into what's true for you. And remember, 
This is unique to you and how it plays out is unique to you. You might go, oh, I want to, I want to be more authentic in my life. Great. I do too, right? And we're doing it together. But how I do it and how you do it can be completely different. And that's the fun of it. You're going to find things that resonate with you. I'm going to find things that resonate with me. Some of those things will cross over. Some of them won't. And that's completely fine. So let's go on this journey. Let's have some fun. Let's deepen our relationship with ourselves through, if we need to, our external world, or we can do it through our internal world. And we can do a combination of both. But let's dive in. Let's love up on ourselves and let's become more us. So thank you for joining me today. I would love to know what resonated with you about this episode and I would love to know if this is something that you're keen to do more of. Um, Creating your soul life, what would that look like? And what would be the project that you would start with? You know, I've got Project 22 over on my website. I gave up chocolate in 2021, (laughs) to make sure that's clear. Um, And who, who I've become on the journey, you know, is that resilient person? Is that more authentic person? I've just got the all clear on um, some results from my stool test around parasites in my gut that I no longer have, which is awesome. Um, So these sorts of things, and I've created more energy, right? So these are all the sorts of things you could do, but you might want to do them differently. So I'd love to hear from you about what you want to create and how that would look for you. So come over to Instagram, susan.scollin, or my.solid.life.podcast and share with me what you would like to create and yeah let's have a conversation about that that's really exciting and um, if this episode resonated with you please share it with someone that you love and you know that it will resonate with thank you so much for your time and let's continue to create our soul life